0: I'm Danica Juarez, and I'm Jan James, and this is How's
1: It Hold Up?
0: Hi, I'm Danica, and I'm Jan, and I'm Valerie, and today we have a special guest. Yay, what, guest! What, what,
2: what are you guys doing at the airport? Did you follow me here?
0: <laughs> I'm no one can prove that sir so. no sir,
3: have you seen this movie
0: <laughs> what, what was that sir sir have you seen this movie it's a sequel to that other movie oh i have um okay well you legally have to come talk to us about it um, so
2: oh no my flight is very soon but okay
0: all right uh your flight is canceled so oh god that's frightening I guess I have to
2: proceed, though, so go, go ahead.
0: So come over here and we're going to talk about The Secret of NIMH 2, Timmy to the Rescue. You're so strong. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sequel to the first film that was made almost two decades later by a completely different team with almost none of their original voice cast. Um, and a completely different animation style. And also it's a musical now.
1: Happy <laughs> 2024. That's your gift for 2024.
0: Well, this isn't the Musical. first 2024 episode. No,
1: I know. I just said happy, but that's your one of your gifts for the new year. One of Ryan's gifts.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, good. That's here's you your here's a gift. Here's a gift for you in like mid January, maybe. <laughs> oh, good. I'm so glad. <laughs> you can't open it though, ever. Oh. So, <laughs> who would like to do a spoiler-free? Plot synopsis.
3: Make it as long as you want.
0: Don't know. Br- <laughs> Who would like to do a brief, spoiler-free plot synopsis? Okay.
2: Uh, well, I guess I have plenty of time because
0: my flight's <laughs> been canceled. <laughs> um, Except it does need to be brief. So
2: right. Um. Okay. The children of Mrs. Brisby uh are somewhat grown up. It's been a few years. Uh, enough that Mrs. Brisby's got some gray to her. Uh, and are, are grown up and uh, are starting to find their place in the world, and apparently Nicodemus, the the magician and sage from from the former uh, previous movie, uh, made some prediction, some uh, prophecy that that a son of uh, Jonathan Brisby would save Thorn Valley, where all the rats of Nim went to, and so
0: how did they figure out which one it was? I forget. The uh, I they- guess.
2: Nicodemus just picked,
0: but, <laughs> but he was dead.
2: Is mm, he picked before Anyways. he died? <laughs> and we don't know.
0: Sure,
3: we didn't see it because it wasn't. It didn't matter to the movie.
0: Yeah, it happened. Yep, yeah, it happened.
2: Uh, and Martin, uh, his brother, is a little perturbed by uh, his brother's selection uh, for this role, uh, but he 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 puts on a brave face as. Timmy is sent off to uh, Thorn Valley, and then uh, when Timmy gets to Thorn Valley, he's put through a, a good bit of training, both mental and physical, to prepare him for what's coming, because they don't know exactly what's coming, so they're just giving him the best preparation they can. Uh, and on a little mission, he discovers a little girl, uh rat, mouse, a, a girl. I think mouse. He discovers a girl. Uh, and uh turns out she is the daughter of some of the rats who were uh, thought to be uh, lost previously when, uh, when escaping from Nim. Uh, she uh, lets them know that. They're like, wow, that's crazy, but we can't risk going to rescue them. And also, we can't risk you leaving. So you have to stay here forever, I guess. Uh, But that obviously doesn't work out. And she and Timmy uh, escape and go to Nim to try and rescue them.
0: Yeah. What did we think of this film?
3: It was not good. It was, it didn't look great. The animation was not good. Not just for how it looked, but also like errors and cheap animation. Uh, there it was a musical. The songs were not good. It also story wise was l- baffling, um, confusing.
0: They beat you over the head with his character journey, and yet it still didn't make sense.
1: Yeah, and it, yeah, it wasn't well done, and yeah, and they would just literally blatantly say things instead of showing you. And nothing felt earned. They they forced a romance between Timmy and the girl, and um and even like them saying "I love you" and kissing, and it was just so blah because again, none of it was earned. Like I, it's one of those ones where I wasn't really attached to any of the characters. There was no depth of any of them.
2: Mm -hmm. I have a positive. It was, it was just barely over an hour long and that was great that's
0: (laughs) was great but it
2: didn't continue any further
0: that's true it really it could have been even longer and that would have been an awful awful thing for all of us they truly Mm -hmm. packed
2: a lot into that hour i (laughs) twice through my first watch through i watched this roughly two times uh twice through my first watch watch through i pressed pause to see how much time had elapsed. And I was like,
0: 30 minutes
2: the first time. And then the next time I was like,
0: 45 minutes.
2: Uh, Because I couldn't believe that it had only been that long. Um, Yeah, it was just all around and not very good at all.
0: Let's get specific. Um, Where is Jeremy's girlfriend? Why
2: Also, uh, yeah. why is Jeremy in this again?
0: Yeah. And why hasn't he seemingly aged? Because then they'd have to figure out what that looks like. And they just, they were like, that's too much. He's a crow. He ages differently. Don't worry about it.
2: And why did we put a suit and a top hat on a caterpillar? Am I getting away <sighs> from the point? Sorry, that was one of my things. No, biggest no I did. Oh, it, I do have a <laughs> note
0: that says, who is this stupid caterpillar? And he kind of had
3: creepy clown vibes. Uh, I mean, he is, like sketchy con man, yeah. a
0: sketchy con man slash carnival worker, kind of.
2: But yeah, to your point about Jeremy's girlfriend, like that, that would have been a good thing to, to maybe temper him with. Like if, if she had, you know, st- stayed with him and he had developed as a person at all, but he hadn't because apparently she didn't
0: yeah she's just i I was like Valerie was like asking early on, and I was like she's just not gonna she's not gonna be mentioned at all, and I was right, just nothing. She
2: reached the same conclusion about Jeremy that we all did,
1: <laughs> and how come Jeremy still had the the same stupid red bow
0: red string? It's yeah. part of his character design, oh quarter, my gosh. Character design. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh so Timothy's just like the most specialist boy ever, huh <laughs> He's, like, the most specialist boy. He's the chosen one. Especially boy.
1: when, he, when yeah. he grows up a little bit more.
0: And then I'm like, it's been months? Okay. He just, like, kind of says that offhand in a line. But then, okay.
1: The underwear. Mention the underwear. Okay. Remember? Well,
0: fine. Since it's being requested. <laughs> yeah, they make a joke about the guys don't have to wash their underwear for three weeks or three something. Three days. No, three days. pants. No one Yeah, wears pants. and I'm like, I'm like, both of the characters speaking in this scene do not wear underwear. What are you talking about? <laughs> that Battling.
3: doesn't
0: just like fully the writer just not even looking at what the characters look like. Like, what are you talking about?
3: Yeah, these were like, so whenever they brought Digimon over from Japan, there was a lot of like offhand comments that they oh. use. To fill some time, and it felt like this—like they're usually a name jokes, yeah—and that's what it felt like, and it made no sense.
2: Yeah, it felt like an ad lib requested, like during voice recording. Like they were like, yeah, yeah. They had the voice director there, and he's like, oh, yeah, say, say something about uh, his underwear.
3: <laughs> it's like I have no pants.
0: Which would make sense to me, in that I have a conspiracy theory I'll discuss in a later section about <laughs> the voice acting and the its relation to the animation. But okay, yeah also okay I wanna so they built Timmy up and said he was the most specialist boy in the whole world but then when he became an adult they were tired of him having a big head and thinking he's always correct about things and I'm like you made him like this? you You made him that you told him he was the best and specialist why wouldn't he think that He's the best and special. I don't... I'm... And, then it's, and then it feels like both of the things continue to sort of be true throughout the movie. And I'm like, how can you be unsure about acting, but also feel like you always know what the right thing to do is? Those feel like they contradict. Yeah. You're either confident or you're not, kind of, you know? And obviously, like, emotions are... Emotions can be complicated and a better movie could explore how those two things can interact within one person, but this isn't a better movie. <laughs> yeah,
2: he just was not very well written. No.
0: And he never listened. No. I'll,
2: I'll Stop tell you that. Wh- <laughs> I'll tell you what. Like you saying that, like that's a good point, but that didn't even really occur to me cuz they didn't even do a good job of making him seem like he had an inflated head. It's just like right? it's just like his decisions in critical moments kind of reflect that, but he's never yeah. he's never like haughty to to or never given a chance uh, in yeah. on screen to be like haughty to like normal people or dismissive of someone uh, who might know what they're talking about, except in these like very critical situations, and then it, he just seems like a dummy. Yeah, <laughs> and we're not given a, a, yeah. a lot of insight into his training to to know whether or not he's like really uh, bucking the the training he was given or whether he was just, like, uh, in his own world.
0: He's like, oh, they always have me tag along. I'm just tag along Timmy. There's a lot going on, and yet none of it makes much sense or tracks. Yeah.
2: It's all very... It all feels very contrived to get from one spot From one set piece to another.
0: 100%. And
1: again, they just tell. They don't ever show. It's like... I just never listen. I know. I never learned my lesson. and yeah. And then like, I'm your sidekick. Oh, I know you're such a good sidekick. Oh my and my God. I'm, it's just, oh, my gosh. Ugh.
0: Since you mentioned the sidekick, the whole Great Owl plotline sucked. And I hated every oh, second I, we spent on it. Get, yeah. They
1: never even explained it. So, like, what?
0: what? I guess he died or something. I yeah, don't know. Okay. Or he just moved on to a different faraway tree. Cause Who Because a, a
2: crow had started bothering him
0: yeah and so jeremy i'm like i ass, jeremy's an idiot so i assume that the caterpillar came up with it and just yeah. had jeremy do this role but how he never walked into a tree and made his disguise go away before i don't i don't even i don't think he could have lasted more than like a day because he's <laughs> clumsy like Stupid. I, I guess, hated it.
2: I guess normally he gets to rely more on people's fear of the great owl and, uh, sure, and Timmy being there yeah. recognizing him. Defuse that, but I, I. Yeah, yeah. But that's me thinking way more into it than the movie gave. You're me, right. So <laughs> exactly.
3: Let's go back to the beginning. No, or well, why? <laughs> before that, where this mouse from somewhere else yeah. knows about Thorn Valley. And they're like, and she's like, you know, I'm the child of one of the Lost Six or whatever. The
2: McBrides.
3: Yeah, and they're like, okay, we can't help them; it's dangerous. But also, you can't leave. Uh huh. <laughs> What's the? Th- That's my kind
0: of kind of sinister, <laughs> <laughs> but not Agents. really like <laughs> Mr. <Agents.
2: laughs> so- sorry to keep you prisoner.
3: You're <laughs> just fully acknowledging that, but it's like we're still good people this isn't
0: yeah and then they show up again like later in the movie because they coincidentally decided to go mount a rescue mission at the exact same time um yeah and and like there's no there's no tension there or anything they're just unabashedly like yeah a good guys there to help with the situation
3: we did a whole 180 off screen yep. uh, <laughs> and- how did they
2: get there how did they get there deep into that city
0: great question <laughs> never explained baffling. He turned the humans into dogs.
3: <laughs> the humans were dogs, yeah. That's messed up.
0: Do you uh, think do you think they were good boys?
1: I don't <laughs>
3: even want to think
1: about and it. And how long did they last that way? I mean, could they feed and you know feed themselves when they've just starved and died?
0: Where are the dogs that are presumably people? I or don't... are people? Maybe it wasn't a brain no. swap, just no. like a hypnotized yeah, and distinction dog or yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right, you're right. That's what I thought at first, and then I didn't analyze that until just now when I said it out loud. <laughs> I um, mean, there,
3: yeah, so like the cats too, they weren't even interesting as characters, just a couple of one-off. And I, I guess it might, theoretically, would have been helpful to show the capability of the technology with those two But it was, they were not, they were annoying and I didn't care about them.
2: Yeah,
1: and they looked like something from another movie, like especially the uh, the old scrawny cat with his ear and stuff. Other than they made him more colorful and different colored eyes. I want to say like whether it was Aristocats, like an alley cat or something else. I feel like they just literally almost just took that design. They were from giving me a else. vibe of
0: something 100. percent I'm like maybe Animaniacs. I couldn't figure it out, but something was like I was like feeling deja vu with them and with the kind of, like, main villain in the end. And I'm, like, 99% sure I've never seen this film.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't know what that was about. But
1: I just feel like they just straight out just took those cats from something else. It,
0: it felt... Yeah. it Yeah, they felt familiar, but I cannot place why.
1: But, it yeah, the story was just so meandering, and it was... Ugh.
0: A lot of contrivances yeah. to get from here to there. Yeah,
1: and it just wasn't interesting. There was, there was nothing. Even with the cats, there was nothing that that really felt like real danger. Or I don't know. It the menacing was just so contrived. And even when the first the the very beginning of the film, where you see the doctor and stuff, you know, they just so outright make him look crazy and evil. It's just like okay, whatever.
0: Yeah. No it's all very like blunt and obvious in a in a way that like i i don't know how it certainly makes the original look incredibly subtle in comparison. <laughs> I don't know if I would have described the original as as a terribly subtle film no. but it it feels their villain was classier also certainly the, or their their
2: the villain's yeah. the one was apparent the first time you see him.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely, 100%, and yet it just, I guess it just, that one feels, this. The, these ones all just feel like, I guess, like, TV cartoon villains, mm-hmm. almost, is, is, rather than movie villains, is what it feels like. It's weird.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you guys think of the voice acting, also? We can, if you still have plot stuff, that's cool, too, but...
2: In general, the voice acting was fine. Like, there was nothing that stuck out, not much that stuck out to me as, like... Oh gosh, that was that was bad. Like that didn't yeah. sound good, or that was a weird take that they didn't re-record or anything like that. Except, except for Auntie Shrew, I did not like. <laughs> yeah, Auntie Shrew in that one of the, that, those early scenes. She she was. I
0: think she only talks in that early scene. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: She she. Bad. It's just Yeah, it was not good, and uh, she's voiced by uh, Doris Roberts, the mom from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So she's
2: mm-hmm. clearly capable, but that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't good.
0: No, I wonder if she's done other voice acting. Like maybe that's not her mm, strong suit, point. or maybe she just had bad direction. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I wasn't impressed with that. And you know, how they animated her, she they had her look just weird. How she talked and moved her mouth and I mean, and we'll how talk about the animation, yeah. but yeah. it's like but she yeah. had
2: like three keyframes. Like... That's all they had budget yeah. for. Her. It was like three keyframes <laughs> for her.
0: So she just, like, Uh, oscillated back and forth between... Which character was Cecil or Cecil?
2: That was the the Caterpillar.
0: Oh, that's... He's voiced by Meshach Taylor, who was the social studies teacher in Ned's Declassified.
3: Okay. In in what?
0: Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide.
3: Yeah, yeah. Did you know that Rolf
0: Macchio was Timmy? I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, The adult Timmy.
2: No, altogether not a bad cast. Like they got Mr. Ages back. He's like one of the only returns. They did.
0: Yeah, him and Dom DeLuise for Jeremy were yeah. about the only ones.
3: The what I didn't uh, think was good was there was a a song where Timmy was growing up and like the different voices for his different ages. It was a bit jarring
0: compared yeah. to where he settled. Yeah, agreed.
3: And then the the mixing for some of it was a little baffling got loud for no reason in some parts
0: Yeah the audio mixing could be awful Um Martin Brisby his uh, adult Martin Brisby was voiced by Philip Glasser, who'd voiced Vival in Vival Goes West and okay. and the original one Um but when he was young he was voiced by Philip Van Dyke who voices Arnold in Hey Arnold season 2 and 3
3: Okay yeah.
0: Um, but the one that the voice actor that I most like had, I guess, I was just amused hearing her all the time was Hynden uh, um, Walch as uh, Jenny, uh, just because she's Starfire from Teen Titans and also Princess Bubblegum from Adventure Time. Hmm. Um, and I hmm. have been listening to a lot of Adventure Time music in the last couple of months. So I've seen her name and heard her voice a lot.
3: Yeah, I could only hear Starfire. But uh, back to story with her and Timmy and the like, just really contrived love plot. Timmy and Jenny. Uh, It was (laughs) T and Jenny.
0: Oh yeah, her name was
3: Jenny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just, like, they were gonna kiss on the balloons, and it's like, why? Where did this come from? From nowhere. Uh, and
0: then... But then there's just that push and pull of, like, oh, she's mad at him now, though. Like...
3: That seemed more playful, but...
0: It felt contrived to me. Yeah. Rather than, it didn't feel, gi- like, genuine emotions. Mm-mm.
3: Yeah, the some of the lines that they gave her, uh, her, like, one-off jokes, it would be... Uh, definitely an opportunity to be like a characterization that she's really corny. Sure. But it, she just felt like a mouthpiece for, you know, dumb jokes.
0: A hundred percent. Do you guys want to talk about the animation? Sure. Unlike the first film, the sequel used digital ink and paint and it looks bad. It's like What's <laughs> New Scooby-Doo, but worse. Just that kind of era where like the it looks bad. You know what I'm saying?
3: It's garish. (laughs) Uh, The beginning was really flat. And when they try to use shadows for, like, night scenes and stuff, it still doesn't look good.
2: That was hilarious to me. When Justin and Timmy are sitting up on that, like, ridge thing, watching, like, sunset over the valley. Yeah. They they have that, like, shadow line, like, crossing the valley as the sun sets. But it just is clearly just, like, adding a transparent like, gray right. layer over it, because, like, the color, the light difference between the brightly lit center of the valley and a part of the valley that was in shadow from the side of the, the canyon wall or whatever just got... It was still there, and so as the shadow went over yeah. that section, it was, like, double shadow. It was just <laughs> like, great. Great. Good job.
0: Good job. So I think... I think maybe... Playing a bunch of footage from the much better animated original movie right before we get to see the much worse animation of this movie was like a bad idea, actually.
1: Oh yeah,
0: maybe that comparison is bad for you guys, and you shouldn't have done that.
2: Uh, I forgot that. Yeah, this a, your movie is an hour long, and part of it
0: is a different movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Mm -hmm. first, I don't know, like, minute or two.
3: Yeah, I I mean, even story-wise, just like, all right, guys, here's our Star Wars scroll of, like, why this is even happening.
0: Truly. It
3: doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah, Nicodemus, he had a prophecy. Okay.
0: When did he do that? I don't know. It (laughs) happened at some point before he died. Prophecy times.
3: Yeah, this, this is about Timmy. Or the, even the prophecy was like a son of Jonathan Brisby, <laughs> and I'm like, be more vague for a prophecy, or be more specific. Yeah, it's
0: like you're too in the middle here. A son of a hero,
3: uh, whatever. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and then
3: how they, uh, it was his destiny to do this, and it's your destiny to save us from what I don't know. <laughs>
0: no one really understands any of it but it'll all work out and in retrospect we'll be able to say yeah that was it, you did it (laughs) which is literally what happened
3: that was your destiny Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, I thought that Mrs. Brisby looked awful and I hated how they drew her, I was glad she wasn't in very many scenes because I didn't like how they drew her
3: actually I didn't Hmm. like her voice actress either
0: no, also uh, Thorn Valley is the place they go to I don't remember the name of the place that They live in?
3: Like the farmers. It didn't
0: look even a little bit like it did in the first movie. Like Mm. it fully just looked like a completely different place. They
2: briefly Mm. show the farmhouse and
0: that area of it does. Looks like, yeah, like, but then the forest that they're like in, just like completely not like anything in the movie. Yep.
2: So apparently, apparently Timmy was like 10 at the beginning of the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And how old was he in the first movie? Like he wasn't the youngest. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, he wasn't
0: he the youngest.
2: No, I don't Ooh, think so. The little girl. You're right. You're the right, little right. girl was the youngest. Teresa, I think, was her name. Yeah. Yeah. So you know. What like four, five? Like so, it had been like yeah. five years since the first movie, and Mrs. Brisby is like graying and old.
0: Yes, and then at least she just went through a lot.
2: At least three or four, maybe five. I I, I got some impression that like uh, a, a final final age Timmy was like seventeen,
0: something like that. They yeah. specifically
2: say that that his middle age was thirteen. Yeah. So he went from ten to thirteen to something else voiced by Ralph Macchio. And so yes. ostensibly as much time has passed since the first movie by that point. And then you see Mrs. Brisby at the end and she looks the same, and I'm like, your aging pattern right. makes no sense to me.
0: It doesn't make any sense. It's like they only wanted to design an older version of her once. And so that's what they did. Um Did you there was a there was a part where I think because we paused because we were uh, observing the fact that they don't have underwear. Um, and Timothy's tail was drawn really badly and looked like it was coming. It looked like it wasn't coming out of like his spinal column, but a bit lower, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and that's not where tails come from. <laughs> and I didn't like seeing Only certain it.
2: Certain
0: ones. Um, <laughs> um this. The animation in general is riddled with errors and horrible lip sync. Sometimes it feels like it's lagging. Uh, Sometimes it feels like that might be on purpose to try to make the lip sync hit a little more. And sometimes it literally just feels like like something's going wrong.
2: Or like they cut scenes and had to record that dialogue to transition it into... Here's here's my
0: conspiracy theory, though. I feel like maybe they just animated the movie first and then had voice actors badly lip sync afterward.
2: Yeah, I could see That's that. That's my
0: conspiracy theory is that they animated before the voice acting, which for those who don't know is not how you're supposed to do it.
2: <laughs> Unless you're That's localizing th- it from Japan for an English yes. dub.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. But like... Let's match lip flaps. for For the thing... Generally, you animate... To a voice track of some sort that has already been recorded. And that really feels like it's not what happened here. We've already talked about Annie Shrew's lip sync being just atrocious, but a bunch of them would just it just wouldn't feel right. Occasionally, lips just fully wouldn't move at all. Yeah, Uh, um, Martin at the end. Like as he's getting off the little
2: elevator thing, he's just not. His mouth is not moving, but he is talking.
0: Yeah, Jeremy was flying in the sky at one point, and not those guys that were like marching the troops or whatever. And Nim, they were chanting, but not their lips weren't moving. It's just it's it's bad. The Um, animation's not very good,
2: and Jeremy's had that flight animation that they they recycled.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because in the
2: first one, when he's taking Timmy, Timmy to. Uh, thorn valley he like dances through the top of some clouds and he kicks up some clouds a little bit and then he's flying them to nim and he does the same thing and little bits of cloud kick up around his feet but he's not flying through a cloud that time (laughs) Mm. just just amazing
0: just well yeah it's like it's really cheap or something yeah
2: clearly showing its budget
0: yeah
1: i mean in one sense I like the colors in some sense, but it is it is
0: just too bright and jarring, and it's there's no depth to it. Which you know? again, even in much better animated things made around this time period, it would be it, that would be a problem. Like um, the first three Scooby Doo movies, with starting with Zombie Island and the two after that, look a certain way, but then you get to the fourth one that's uh, the the cyber monster or whatever Um, and suddenly it switched to digital ink and paint and like the colors are really bright and garish uh, which then continued on into like the what's new scooby doo tv series Uh, and that's just the foremost example in my mind but there's a lot of especially tv shows that had this kind of problem of like oh we can do this on the computer now But we haven't really figured out how to not make it look garish or we think this looks good right now. Uh, That is fascinating to go back and see decades removed from the time period. Um, And yeah, this has a problem with it. It, I don't think this affects a, a whole lot of movies, but, you know, this one was cheap, so it did affect this movie very, very badly. I don't know if
1: this was anything that, that you all thought about or noticed also, but they, sometimes they made the, uh, Nim, the, yeah. the place of Nim seem so isolated and like off in the woods by itself. So I found it awfully funny when this building catches on fire that boom, there were firemen in there quick enough. It's even supposed to be awesome. in
0: like a city or something.
1: Yeah. But sometimes, and sometimes they, they clearly sh- so far away. But sometimes like it, was-
0: it feels like it's like, it's not surrounded by a forest. It's surrounded by other buildings, yeah. but they're like, so it's so far away from it. Like it's so isolated in the middle of these buildings. It's weird. It's like
2: it. It's like it was like an old observatory in a forest, but then like a city built yeah. up around it. Like there's these insane skyscrapers. Built up on all four sides of it. It was such a... Just a weird decision.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really weird. Any other animation things? I'm sure they'll come up later. Sure. You guys want to talk about the music?
2: Sure. Did you
0: guys love it? Okay, first of all, I do actually want to say, I think the composing work by Lee Holdridge is perfectly serviceable and decent. Yeah. Probably one of the most competent aspects of the film. Agreed. Um he, he used the um I will show the world theme uh, a lot and in good spaces as in the background music and stuff. Like it just it felt competent. Um Richard Sparks, on the other hand, is the songwriter. <laughs> I don't have as much praise for. I guess is what I'll say.
2: I I will say, <sighs> yeah, not as competent, but serviceable. They were not yeah. particularly engaging or fun yeah. to listen to, but they were songs appropriate and well, reasonably well themed for the movie that they were in. Yes, but that is as much I will praise agree with as that measure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah agreed um and i think maybe in a lot of cases the performers that they had doing it maybe not the best choices there's some exceptions uh, uh Haydn Walsh is a good singer you barely get to hear her sing but she is a good singer and uh eric idol is obviously a great performer so um but yeah the songs aren't Anything you're probably going to be wanting to, like, listen to after or separate from the movie. Are you going to
2: download them into your collection?
0: No. Wow. (laughs) And I would say even the best performed of them are made worse by being connected to the animation. The animation (laughs) drags all of them down. Yeah. So, and they're not that high up to begin with. Do you guys want to go on to the part that our podcast is named after? How's it hold up? Sure. No. Well, good. We're there. Oh. We're there. Oh. We have arrived. Prepare yourselves. Okay. I don't know. There was, there's like fat jokes, at least one or two of those. Uh, the movie writer clearly doesn't care about women at all. Cause he removed pretty much all of the important and good women from the first film. Yep. Uh, and then just inserted a new one who is just love interest, who's kind of quirky and vaguely girl power, but like not in any significant way. And also just fully gets damseled. Um, I did like that so... one scene where <laughs>
2: where Timmy ended up in her arms. That was
0: kind of cute. Yeah, that was cute. But
1: they also there was a part where they had her um, kind of like the squirrel in um...
2: Sword in the Stone.
1: Merlin, is sword in the stone. Yes. Uh, she starts chasing him like, like here. The, he's acting, you know, like he's interested in her as much as her. She's interested in him, but then she goes to kiss him or something. And he like has this look on his face and he starts running off almost. And she starts chasing after him. I'm just like, and, and they ended up going out. I don't know if they were on a tree branch, if that was when they were by the owl. I don't know, but it was just like, yeah, Oh, that was the, owl okay.
0: One. Okay. it's was just like, Okay. No, the romance was mostly very, very poorly done. <laughs> what was it? We won't give uh, details because, believe it or not, there are some spoilers. Uh, but at one point at the end, he uh, makes a decision to run back into the fire to do something or whatever. And as he's like running off and saying that, I, I don't know, something with the timing of her yelling "I love you" was really. We all kind of laughed a little bit. I think. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was
3: fully. Yeah, he was fully like running away. Uh, after he was speaking directly to her, and yeah. then she yells it, but you don't see her. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure they just threw that in there in audio. I'll tell, than- you, I'll
2: tell you why they timed it that way, is because they had animated him, like, jumping up and down and cheering. Yeah. And they couldn't have her say that, like, immediately, and then wait three seconds for him to jump up <laughs> and down and cheer. He had to say it right after.
0: Yep, No, that makes sense. <sighs> Um i, but yeah, I don't know other than that, do you guys have anything for the section it feels it feels like the whole movie holds up really badly, but not because <laughs> of a bunch of, yeah, it's just poorly made it's the poor construction of all of its parts bothers me more than any individual like jokes or anything,
3: and also just kind of I wouldn't say it undermined the original, but just it it,
0: it i think it, it, it does.
3: <laughs> It doesn't match it. Like, it as a sequel to the original, it is underwhelming. It is, you know, not something that you'd care to see because I, you like the original.
0: I would go so far as to say it does very much undermine the original because it it basically is like, yeah, whatever Miss Brisby did doesn't actually really matter. It's her husband, who is the most important special guy ever, and you need to live up to his legacy. Also, Nim uh, itself, which was kind of this ambiguous, don't know why they were doing this, um, it was scary for the animals, but who knows what their actual motivations were, is now just fully evil, <laughs> It was just like fully evil, mad doctor stuff happening over there now. So yeah. no ambiguity cracking, cracking there.
2: Everything, yeah. lit
0: green. Like I think it really does actually undermine a lot about the original. Yeah,
3: I like that point about Nim as well. Of like the uh, the framing of, of course, it's scary to these animals, but maybe it is something that was either necessary or done for from a human's point of view something useful and worthwhile uh but it's like no not do creepy experiments uh yeah that's fair
0: it's probably how nim is going to be portrayed in that live action animation hybrid movie too
3: um i think there will try to be some gray but i don't know how but i think successful.
0: it's mostly going to be like uh but we do got to shut them down though there's whoever's in charge is, is yeah. evil you know there's
3: one guy with like obviously malicious yeah, intent yeah. and who hates rats i think they
2: they have to do the... They, maybe they have to lean into the, like, austere, cold, science-y stuff, don't they? Isn't that... Yeah. yeah I, just, I don't think it's gonna yeah. be, like, an old manner.
0: No, but, no, yeah. no. No, it's gonna be... No, fully labs and stuff. Yes. Are they for sure doing that? Yeah, they're working on it. Oh, um, And maybe we'll have to cover it here. I don't know.
2: <laughs> you out there who are making it, if you're listening, here are please.
0: <laughs> please just stop. Could you... could you not (laughs) Um, unless
2: you're unless you you got timothy chalamet on board in which case
3: (laughs) what does that mean
2: if you have timothy chalamet on board then reference to our suggested live action version that we proposed uh, last time
0: i totally forgot (laughs) you forgot timothy chalamet i did he's be everyone loves him in the new willy wonka apparently he's he's
2: the good scientist who helps them
0: escape exactly Exactly. Let's go on to our... Spoiler alert! So, Twist. Um, dun, dun, dun. They get brought... They get... And they get... Um, put in front of the evil scientist human guy, but then turns out he thinks he's a puppy too or whatever. And he runs off and it's actually Martin.
1: We learn that he
0: got captured and experimented on and became evil. And then, uh, was so smarty or whatever that he even got one over on that scientist guy. Now he's running the joint and he's voiced by Eric Idle and he gets to sing a villain song Um, And just kind of be manic and weird and evil. And so then, you know, uh, Timmy has to go and rescue his love interest. uh, And Martin gets books (laughs) dropped on his head and is knocked out. And then the place starts being on fire. And so when everyone else is escaping, Timmy, of course, has a moment where he's like, Martin, uh, mom even, like, was, like, he uh, was, like, saying, Martin, right, like, a couple <laughs> seconds before he did, um, just mo- mocking a thing that hadn't happened yet.
3: And fully, he was gonna leave, but he saw the, like, sword cane. Yeah, that-
0: he, like, the implication feels like he forgot about his brother up mm. until he got reminded, which, okay. Yeah, they're
3: like, the audience <laughs> is too dumb, they're not gonna think about the brother, you've gotta show an item. Yeah. And then they'll remember that he's there.
0: <laughs> but it's fine, he goes and he, uh... Kills the cats. They're pro- they're not dead, but he makes them fall down an elevator and rescues Martin. Um, we see that some human like firemen or something are coming in and saving the dog men and presumably the cats and stuff. And yeah, he escapes with Martin. And then we go we flash forward and Martin gets cured, so he's fine now and not voiced by Eric Idle anymore because Eric Idle's only evil. You can only <laughs> use him for evil. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> and right. I called it from the beginning. Well, I was kind of like thinking that the shadow they kept saying, but then like it kind of looked too big. But I just, I mean, kept it saying, was it's obvious gonna be that it was going to be. Yeah. More. I just like Martin. Martin's going to be. It was obvious Martin's that he was, evil.
0: but I, I thought that he was going to be like a big underling. Mm. But then I was a little mildly surprised about the twist of, oh no, he's fully. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. But I, but I knew that it was going to be between the brother, like yeah. that he was going to have to fight his brother and whatever. I just, I knew it.
2: Was this so obvious this was the the show's best writing yeah. which is not saying much for it no <laughs> <laughs> and like it uh, it took me a while to like really finally settle on that consensus in my brain because when i was watching it happen i didn't like it i was like Ugh, uh uh no, yeah. but then I more thought about it. I was like, no, that's fine. That's that's a perfectly fine plot device. So why don't I like it? And it's because yeah. they don't sell it well. Like at the beginning of the movie, Martin is a little put off that Timmy is the chosen one and not him. And like he has a moment after Timmy flies away with Jeremy and he like kind of pouts to his mom and auntie shrew about living under you know being uh held up against his dad or whatever like that but he just kind of walks off i I don't didn't get the impression in that moment that he was like running away and maybe he didn't then because it wasn't clear and so my guess is he
0: didn't that it was at some point in the middle because yeah didn't there wasn't any indication he did then
3: yeah. yeah, only at some point it's like, oh, mom's letter said that Martin yeah. didn't He pulls his a letter out of nowhere her. that
2: we've never seen before, never got really any, any indication that he was getting letters from her, except that she said, be sure to write, when he was flying off. And <laughs> it's like, you could have made more of a thing out of Martin going missing, and yeah. it's, it just it, it didn't feel well earned that yeah. he, he was even there to begin with and it, and it really undercut his the, what happened to him because you know he 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 was a villain out of out of circumstance because he was he had his mind messed with by the doctor and then with his messed messed with mind he he took over and you know uh outsmarted the doctor yeah and it's just i
0: it just d- figured out didn't didn't what fly. they should have done instead they should have at the beginning of the movie, still not been sure which of the two it was. So they both go to Thorn Valley and then we get a montage where they're both training and then it becomes clear, oh, Timmy's the one who's going to get it and Martin's building resentment and stuff. And then it can still be relatively early on, but he actually like storms out and leaves. Yeah. And that would have been a much better setup for that.
2: Yeah,
1: because I mean, nothing was earned like... Ryan, like we've all been saying, the rivalry with the brothers, the resentment with the brothers, you know, the relationship between Jenny and, you know, and Timothy, the reconciliation between he and his brother at the end. I mean, just none of it felt earned.
0: Yeah. You needed more time with Martin, frankly. Yeah. I I think he should have gone because it always seemed weird that they were like, yeah, we know it's Timothy because like the... very opening thing where they're like showing a montage of the first movie it feels like they aren't sure but then the very first like scene that we get of timothy and martin suddenly they do know that it's timothy it's just felt weird anyways so they should have still been unsure and then they do some sort of test over in thorn valley that's like ah it's timothy and and then you have resentment forming there or whatever and then he like storms out and leaves at some point and that's like an obvious Chekhov's gun of like he's gonna come back or we're gonna see him again kind of thing. But also, you spent at least a little bit of time showing this resentment making him worse as a person, you know.
2: It <sighs> would have made his it would have made his antipathy towards uh, Thorn Valley make more sense too if he had been yeah. in, in some ways spurned by Thorn Valley at left. Yeah, why did he even... been captured?
0: <sighs> yeah, <laughs> also. <laughs> So I mean, those evil guys on the pigeons are still like they still exist, huh? They just went north, but they're north
1: by north by north, so <laughs> they'll never find south by south by south.
3: Well, and, and the the fascism reference or like, and the trains run on time, and it's like, yeah. oh my god,
0: it's so much. Why ha- it's hacky writing? Why that's why
3: that yeah. It uh, so story wise, I think with. Seeing him more, if you're in your uh, pitched story, you then I, I think that makes the ending where he's like, we we undid his brain damage and he's fine again. It's it makes it more gray in terms of like this was this resentment was before he was altered. And I think so you, you could.
0: Can- I think you could still. I think you just tweak that stuff. I think you can still have him turning evil because of the experiments but like have the evil version of him make it more clear that part it's it's like it's enhanced his jealousy even more and so and like have him meant like more clearly still even in his evil form have this kind of jealous thing happening even if it's mixed with like this weird you know, silly Eric Idol madness kind of thing, yeah. and th- and then you have like, okay, we cured him, and and like this, he's he's feeling contrite and working on being a better person at the end, right? You yeah. know, something. I think something you can, can tweak happen it. as they
2: defeat him that like gives gives an indication that the the brainwashing is worn off, and he's like, oh yeah, God, what am I doing? You know, yeah, like, yeah, justifies. Like it wouldn't take him a whole back. lot
0: to tweak these into. Like, just a modicum of a better plot. It's not like it's going to make it a good movie. Just make it make slightly more sense overall. For
1: sure. The defeat of him with the books was so anticlimactic. It was so pathetic. Because it was almost like the books kind of seemed like they leaned over on him. And then... He's almost kind of holding him up, but they kind of weigh him down. The impact really
0: didn't work on like a both pathetic. animation and sound effect level. Yeah. It just didn't signal no. that it was like
1: and then significant, out, you yeah. know? And yeah. Then, yeah. then all of a sudden he's knocked out. And it then not only bad. that, but it makes his brain not be all evil again.
2: Like what? I don't know if
0: that made that. He just never fully seemed to like come back to himself yeah. as weird and vague.
2: Can I talk about something? It's it's mostly animation related, but it's uh, uh, enough related to this scene where he rescues Jenny that uh, it'll make it yeah. easier to talk about. Uh, so, <laughs> so he, you know, uh, Martin's about to brainwash Jenny, and he comes in. Timothy comes in and and uh, confronts him to stop him, and he like pulls the key that he was given mm-hmm. out from his clothes he tosses it to jenny like clearly that is where it goes you see it arc in the air towards jenny they do they cut to a close-up of it landing in his hand and then it cuts to a wide again of him putting the key into the slingshot and shooting it at martin (laughs) i just don't know what is happening there i I, I can only imagine the scene was cut
0: I'd like to compound um, the this with the fact that also in the previous scene, he very clearly leaves the key in the cage.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> he very <laughs> clearly great. leaves it in the cage and walks away from the cage. <laughs> mm-hmm. So oh, just to add to that. <laughs> no, it definitely something, something feels like it changed in here and like got, they tried to hack and slash it into working and, it does. Really it. does. <laughs> Is there any other spoiler stuff you guys want to make sure we talk about?
3: Just uh this I think was the with his character development was the most like contrite and like unearned part where he's like I'm finally thinking of the big picture with no like obvious
0: thing like he's listening and th- he's listening and thinking of the big picture and it's like no one's talking to you though so how are you You're not listening yeah <laughs> okay it's
3: <laughs> not great
0: his his characterization is awful yep no more spoilers let's go on to our favorites and least favorites what was your least favorite scene in the movie this
1: isn't spoiler so I'll be very vague but someone gets knocked out with books and it was very poorly done and anticlimactic.
3: I didn't like the scene with the uh cats getting experimented on. Uh it felt useless, like not important even though they were used later in the film. Yeah, I I didn't like it.
0: I hate. I hated the whole uh, no. great owl stuff. Yeah. All the cut the whole plot line. <laughs> what was your favorite scene in the movie? Hard in its own way. I know. I was going to say this. I think is going to be tougher. I think. Hmm, no. I think mine was
2: just for the visuals. Uh, the intro to Thorn Valley and. And the, the yeah. first song, Come Make the Most of Your Life, kind of stuff. Uh, just getting to see Thorn Valley. It was visually interesting, if a little perplexing in its uh, geographical nature. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, otherwise uh, interesting. So I'll go with that.
0: I won't include the song, but I'll, I'll agree. I liked getting to see Thorn Valley. That's fun.
1: I'm going to agree because I thought that looked really pretty, but yeah, I can't, because I honestly The only other thing that I had
0: was the final scene because it meant the movie was over, so
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I will, uh, for lack of a better choice, say the intro to Thorn Valley or Thorn Valley with, I think the aspects that I found interesting are how, uh, human things are used in a mouse. Yeah. Mm. Mm
0: point yep. of view who was your least favorite character in the movie good
2: good, good god jeremy good job teaming up with somebody because he uh, outperforms you on the annoying scale <laughs> cecil <laughs> the caterpillar my
0: least yeah. favorite yeah
1: yeah i was gonna yeah i was gonna i thought you were going to say jeremy and i was going to
0: say no i think for me the caterpillar but yes i i agree just such a awful addition to the cast why did you do this?
3: Yeah, and he's used a, uh for a few things after he's introduced, but yeah, I'll agree with the caterpillar.
0: Yeah, hate that caterpillar. <laughs> Who was your favorite character in the movie?
3: The, this is hard. It is. I, I, I mean,
2: not for me. I'm sticking with my favorite from last time, Mister
0: Ages nice
3: you who would wear underwear three days in a row if he wore underwear <laughs> <That is correct>. <laughs> <laughs> who who if he since he doesn't wear underwear must speak to somebody who wears underwear and has decided and and shares this advice that it's like if you had underwear you could wear it three days in a row only only, no if, you,
0: only if you're a guy that's, that's right. important only
3: if you're a guy that's sorry. important
0: girls don't do this
3: (laughs) that's nasty Um, (laughs) yeah it's really a shame for the uh, Jason to me Jason and ages of just like how flattened they were
0: oh yeah 100% Justin Justin Uh, and ages Justin yeah
3: is that not the yeah you said Jason Jason. oh it's Justin Justin. I'm sorry there's too many J names throwing throwing a J name out Jonah no um, (laughs) yes Justin, I guess. Uh, But anyway, favorite? I... No strong opinions, but I guess I will say Jenny.
0: Yeah, I like hearing Hayden Walch's voice, so sure. I'll give it to her. She still sucks.
3: Yeah. I know,
1: there's literally almost no one I can pick, but Jenny. I disliked her the least.
0: It's either that or Eric Idle's performance, because I do like hearing him, but I don't particularly like the character's not written well so yeah mm. jenny sure this movie was a musical <sighs> what was your least favorite song the songs are come make the most of your life i will show the world magic mystery show oh, just sense. say yes all i had is gone and my life and my love
3: that's a credit one
0: i believe so yes, yes. oh that's one <laughs> So come make the most of your world is the intro to to Thorn Valley. I'll show the world is his growing up song. Magic Mystery Show is the Cecil and Jeremy song. Just say yes. It's Eric Idle song. Uh, the villain song and all I had is gone is that like duet. The, slash, the, slash reprise did. of I, I wish. Yes, the world. exactly. Uh, and then yeah, my life and my love is a credit song.
2: Despite liking that the visuals of the intro to to thorn valley so much my least favorite song is come make the most of your life
0: Uh, yeah i think so it's really it's It's like going for a big like bell or something from beauty and the beast style like bunch of people town singing but it's It's trying to be the fanfare
2: the opening in the fanfare for like a a musical but it's just underwhelming and bleh
0: agreed
3: I, I mean, the songs aren't good, uh, but I'll say I will show the world just because the intent behind it is just baffling with the whole film of, like, this prophecy and who he's trying to be.
0: Just because it's tied to all this bad characterization and plot.
3: Yeah, and and how confusing it is.
2: Yeah, the yeah, beginning of that song is that very one. hard to to parse and listen to. It's, yes. Yeah. What is the rhyme? What is the rhythm here? What is the rhyme scheme like? Which where's your rhyme going to come? It almost doesn't come. It's very strange opening. It gets better once Ralph Macchio takes over, but not, (laughs) not, not. It doesn't start off well.
1: No, it doesn't. I think I'll agree with you, Valerie. That's my least. What was
3: your favorite song? (laughs) Actually, I will say, just say yes. Just because of uh, Eric Idle's performance and, you know, it's still weird thematically or whatever. but I think,
0: again, I think the animation made it worse. But yes, yeah. I like his performance. So I am also going to say, just say yes. My I, ru- my runner up is All I Had is Gone because Heiden Welch's voice is pretty.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with All I Had is
2: Gone. I, despite not liking, it's It's weird. My My favorite scene <laughs> and my least favorite scene kind of our opposite when it comes to a favorite and least favorite song. Cause I, I, I do kind of actually like magic mystery show as a song. Sure. Yeah. It, it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, kooky and, and fun. I don't like it as part of this movie, but uh, as a song, I kind of like it, but I, uh, I think it will just slightly be edged out by just say yes. Cause it's hard to beat Eric Idle. He's great.
0: What character would Tim Curry have played if he were in the movie? i mean it feels like he would it feels like he would only really work as the main villain but i don't want to replace eric idol i don't know who else he'd be
2: he could have been fine as the uh i was gonna say this because i thought jan would would be pleased to know it the male cat uh floyd uh was voiced yeah. by harvey corman
1: oh okay yeah.
2: Very very f- famous comedian. I didn't
1: catch that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I used to watch the Carol Burnett show all the time. Yeah. Harvey Corman was, yeah.
2: Great great. I comedian didn't even catch and, that was him. Yeah, not not very recognizable in that role. Uh being asked to do a lot of kooky stuff with that. But given that, I think uh I think he could have uh
0: could slot into that.
2: Yeah, could slot into that
0: role pretty well. Hmm. Hear me out. What if he was Cecil? <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Proceed. It might make me like Cecil more. (laughs) If he was literally (laughs) exactly the same, but Jim Curry was reading those lines.
1: That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I I still wouldn't have liked the visual, but I could have I could have lived with it. I'd
0: at least be like amused every time he was talking. Yeah. Does he fit the character? No. But it would be fun. Not
3: at all. (laughs) What about the doctor? The doctor doesn't say that much, though.
0: Yeah.
3: It's really the beginning.
0: Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's a worthwhile cast decision. It could be fun in terms of a bit of a um, bait and switch, but... Let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it.
2: Uh, I'll go first. Purely for the fact that they employed preeminent animal voice actor Frank Welker in this film, I'm going to give them a one. <laughs>
0: gets the Frank Welker bump (laughs) and they can be happy with that love that reasoning
3: (laughs) yeah I there's to me not very many redeeming qualities for this film if it's a voice actor bump it would be for uh, Princess Bubblegum Starfire's voice actress but no bumps here I will give it uh, a .25 Um, oh wow
1: Wow, I don't know if I was going to go that low, but I
3: don't know. Um I um You've got a range now, 0. 0.25 to no, 1. No, 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 or... no. I know. I d- I definitely am
1: not going to recommend it and I thought I think I'll go with 0. 0.5 just because I didn't know Harvey Corman was in here, so hey, <laughs> shout out to him. <laughs> Purely bums based yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. who are in this film. Yeah.
0: I'll give it a 0. 0.75. I was I was trying to see what my most recent low lowest score was and it was point seven five for the Pinocchio live action remake. And yeah, uh I do hate both of these those movies. So <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, point seven
3: five.
0: <laughs> don't watch it. <laughs> if you if you respect yourself, don't spend time on this.
3: But <laughs> what if somebody you you said somebody said this was probably better than the first film.
0: Um that person get a name get on Reddit and is, is wrong. <laughs> Let's call them out right now. Oh, no. I'm not going to do that, but also they're wrong. So. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much for listening. And so sorry to make you suffer in the new year. But, you know, remnants from 2023. What can we say now? (laughs) Um, But, yes. And I thank you so much to our awesome guest.
2: Hey. Glad to forced to be here uh, I, I, I did hop on my phone and i have a I have see a, you a say forced
0: flight. it's not really that you were forced
2: well, you it's that my
0: you flight, signed yeah. a contract and were obligated
2: oh man uh, well i did i did i was able to get on my phone and i got a connecting flight so if we could wrap this up
0: oh uh, nice. no sorry that one's been canceled too so i <laughs> Oh God. Uh, So th- so if you could just sit here real quick, we had do have if yeah. you want to please
1: join me any Wednesday. I'm still playing Final Fantasy IX. Please join Nana Critter 7 p.m. Wednesday uh, for some again awesome Final Fantasy IX fun. Uh, my two awesome um daughter and daughter-in-law um joining me in the chat. We are super friendly. Uh join nana critter, n-a-n-a-c-r-i-t-t-e-r on Twitch any Wednesday, seven p.m.
0: And next time, we will be starting a a series of videos all related to one Disney franchise about a kid who lives in the woods with a bear and a panther and some other creatures. Mm,
3: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
0: So join us next time.
3: Yeah. Is the woods the same as a jungle?
0: You know... (laughs) I We're try previous. to, you know, it's fine. <laughs> also, Ryan, you do need to get out of here, so.
1: A okay. good flight like, just
3: happened.
0: No, mm. actually, all the flights have been canceled, but you do need to leave. <laughs>
2: How do you have this power? Okay, I'm gonna go and try and get to the other airport. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. bye.
0: Bye. Love y'all. Bye. Bye bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com user question mark you equals two seven nine zero five six six. Every little bit helps. And even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info.
1: Sorry, and then you'd hear Tim Curry barking. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Sorry that amuses. Me. No, it's funny. It's like it's like yeah. Oh God. <laughs>